Hello and welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. My name is Mike and I am so excited to be coming at you guys again. So this week I want to talk about if society were more like the ultra running community. I think the creating community that is accepting no matter where you come from is a very important thing. I've only been part of the ultra running community since 2014 when I first discovered the world of the people who run far. But what I've witnessed in seven short years is what I dreamed society could be like. When I entered the ultra running community, I was on the road back to being healthy again. After many of my hopes and dreams were crushed in 2008, I spent several years thinking of myself as one of the broken, discarded humans we're used to seeing along the roads and sidewalks of life. The only difference was I wasn't homeless. I still had a home. But I think inside everything was just so broken that I didn't feel part of anything. One of the things that I used to think of broken people as they just didn't have what it took to make it over the hump of success. Yeah, I used to think instead of being able to pick themselves up from failure, they succumbed to a life of not quite ever there. And then I became one of them. And the fight to get back to everyday life was difficult and painful, but I am really blessed that I lived through it and struggled through it and overcame and that I was given the blessing of being able to live a full life again. The fight to get back was difficult. It was painful, but made it through it. Going through struggles like nothing I ever thought I would is what made me stronger. There's something about finding a community that took me in when I was broken, feeling worthless. That's the main thing that set me on the road to healing. And so that's why I do everything I can to create a life where I'm a better version of myself every day. And I purposely try to create community whenever I'm around the ultra running community by welcoming other people into it and telling people about the awesomeness of the ultra running community. I'm one of the beneficiaries of what I think should be a model for all of society if we really want to be healthy and thrive together. So what is the ultra running community? Well, first of all, you know, for those of you who haven't figured this out, an ultra marathon is any run that's more than a marathon. Officially, they say that it's a distance that goes further than 26.219 miles or 42 kilometers. Most common distances you'll see are 50 kilometers, 100 kilometers, 50 miles, and 100 miles. And they can take on many versions. They can be run on streets, country roads, dirt roads, scenic trails, and local parks. Or there are always the harder mountain trail ultramarathons. But the distance isn't what makes the ultramarathon community special. It's the people who run these distances, it's the people who organize these races for others, and it's the people who create entire organizations dedicated to bringing the best experience possible to these races. Beyond that, it's a community of people that are fond of saying, let's meet up at the trailhead at 6 a.m., run up the canyon, loop back around somehow to the trailhead again. Oh, by the way, remember to bring water and food. Ultra runners come in all shapes and sizes races and ethnicities, all gender types, all income structures, and societal stratospheres. In 2014, after running 50 miles for my 30th birthday, I was first introduced to this community. One of the articles I read was written by Carl Hoagland for ultrarunning.com, and it was called The Ultra Running Community. And his first sentence is one that I still carry with me today. One of the greatest things about our sport is its spirit of collective effort. At ultramarathons, it's as if we're racing with, not against each other. 
man, that's what I was looking for. You know, when you get into like the marathon and below scene, it always seems like you're running against other people. There's so much competition in the world that I'm just not into, you know, this, I got to run against you. I got to see if I can beat your time. I got to see if I can run faster than you. Man, I just want to run with people. Yeah, I don't care if we're going and we're running bridges. I don't care if we're going and running a local park. I don't care what we're, I don't care if we're just running a, you know, four mile loop around the neighborhood. Let's run with each other. And that's what I find in the ultra running community. That line, one of the greatest things about our sport is the spirit of collective effort. At ultra marathons, it's as if we're racing with, not against each other. It's just one that has resounded with me for the last seven years. Because if this is true, I want to be part of that place. Read further down in Hoagland's article and you'll find this other gem, which I found is remarkably true and welcome today. In ultra running, we are in it together, all of us. Former and current racers, as well as volunteers, crew, pacers, and supporters. And that's what makes our sport so special. Think about an ultra marathon. Go to an aid station, a remote one, and just kind of observe and watch what you see. You'll see crews that help other crews that are helping their runners because maybe the crew forgot something. You'll see volunteers who are up for hours and hours hours and hours at ultra marathons and they're just jumping as soon as the runner comes in man that runner is catered to that runner is helped that runner is encouraged that runner is taken care of in ways that is just beautiful to watch and then when you watch at the end of a race in the ultra marathon race everybody cheers on not just the top runners who come in and they're going to podium i love to go back at the end of an ultra marathon and watch the guys and gals who are coming in last. And you know what? I'm not alone because you'll see elites come out to a finish line at the end of a race, cheering on the people who struggled and were out there longer. I cannot tell you how many podcasts I have listened to and interviews with ultra runners and they'll tell you, Hey, all right, I completed my hundred mile in 14 hours, but you know what? The dude who completed it in 32 hours was out there 18 hours longer than I, suffering, going through everything they had to do to make it. And I congratulate that person. That is something we don't see enough of in society. This is a sport, the ultra running sport is a sport that doesn't cater to the incredible athletes that are always on top of the podium. What's even more impressive is to find all those incredible athletes coming back out hours i mean 15 to 20 hours after they finish one of my favorite videos from 2021 was uh the golden hour finisher video done by steep life media so there's an elite athlete who is seen very short very very little bit glimpse of casey Licktig, and in this video she's out there at the end she is cheering she is yelling she is telling that runner to get his butt going I love that. If you knew nothing about the sport of ultra running, and I told you that that the people being cheered for had been running for nearly 30 hours, what would you think? If I told you the majority of the people that were doing the cheering had been out on that same course for 30 hours, volunteering at aid stations, crewing runners, or pacing runners, now what would you think? 
most likely you think what those of us blessed to be a part of this community already know. The ultra running community supports you no matter where you come from. You don't have to be a world-class athlete to participate in an ultra marathon. You don't need thousands of dollars of gear to participate in an ultra marathon. You don't even have to have all your shit together to participate in an ultra marathon. In an ultra marathon, you can come into the sport as a recovering addict. Think Katra Corbett. If you guys haven't read her story, read about Katra Corbett, C-O-R-B-E-T-T. Amazing, amazing human who is doing amazing, amazing things as an ex-addict. You have as much opportunity to excel and find your place as somebody coming into the sport riding the crest of a silver spoon. You don't have to have it all together to be part of the sport. In the ultra running community, you don't have to have the latest GPS sports watch to compete. Look, I'm going to tell you something. Strava does not care about your stats. I know that's going to break some people's hearts because they think that if it's not on Strava, you didn't really go for a run. I have a friend who still wears an old wind-up Timex watch that he's had for years. He just sort of notes what time his run started, what time it ended, how many miles he sort of ran, he thinks. Everything else is just data. Running is so simple. The more gear you add to the cost of running, the more you make it inaccessible. There, That's a whole topic for another day. But I'm telling you what, you do not need the latest GPS watch to be successful and to go run ultra marathons. You know what? You don't really need to know anything except, okay, I got 50 miles to run. My first cutoff is at 18 miles. I have five hours to do it. The race started at seven. Oh, my watch says it's 10. I'm about 16 miles in. All right, I'm comfortable. I got two miles and I got three hours to get there. That means that I bank some time for the next cutoff. You see what I'm saying? It's simple. It's just time. All right, if you know where your aid stations are, if you've studied the race, hey, if you're out running a trail someplace, like the other day, I just I went out and I just pointed my toes and I just said, I don't really know where I'm going to end up, where I'm going. I'll figure it out when I get back to the house. And I end up running 12 miles. I was like, wow, that was cool. Well, it ended up taking me about two and a half, almost three hours. It's still pretty cool. So one of the other things I like about ultra running community is the cost of running an ultra marathon versus road race is probably one of the greatest draws. For an ultra marathon, the cost can be anywhere from free to anywhere over $1,000. So I just paid $230 for my next 100 mile race. A friend just paid $105 for his next half marathon. That means that I paid $2.30 per mile and he paid $8 per mile for his race. So relatively speaking, I get a lot more miles out of my money than he'll be getting. He'll be finished, showered, drinking beer, and on to his next event long before I finish. So he's got me on time. However, he'll run 13.1 miles with about 10,000 of his best friends, many of whom he will never even have a conversation with. He won't stop to chat with and thank the volunteers at the aid stations because those precious seconds mean a ton. For sure, if another competitor is struggling in the race, he isn't going to slow down and help them if he can. The thought of guiding them into the next aid station wouldn't cross his thoughts. In an ultra marathon, especially in the back of the pack, we get to know each other really well because we're going to spend a lot of time together. At the aid stations, we joke with the volunteers. We profusely thank them for tolerating our slowness. 
If another runner's struggling, you know what? We're going to hang back with them until they either recover enough to get going on their own or we get them into an aid station where somebody else can take care of them. That's the beauty of an ultramarathon. There's so much that society could take away from the ultramarathon community to build a better, more civil society. These are just a few takeaways that I see. Number one, build an environment where everybody can succeed no matter where they come from. I always think of the inscription on the Statue of Liberty when I think of what genuinely civil society could look like. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. The ultra-running community takes on all comers and tells them to run free in the wilderness. We'll build these welcoming stations along the way full of people cheering your effort and waiting to serve you. In an ultra-marathon, these, these are called aid stations. And if we were to take this example to heart, imagine what kind of communities we could build where people cheer you on and help you finish the race you're in. Second thing is remove the barriers keeping people from being able to participate. Many ultra marathon events keep spots open for those that can't afford to participate. It's a very little known thought that I think that we should publicize more. This allows people who are in recovery from addiction, rehabbing from dire circumstances, and those who grew up on the wrong side of the tracks to be able to come out and test their physical prowess against people who come from every walk of life. Ultramarathons aren't just for the elite, the wealthy, and the healthy. You'll see ultra-runners who are homeless, living in huge mansions, jobless, doctors and lawyers, tattoos and piercings too numerous to count, straight-laced, atheists and sun worshippers, devout Jesus followers, and people of nearly every race you can imagine. They all share one thing in common, overcome the struggle and make it across the finish line. You'll see broken people on the side of the trail puking their guts out and somebody else there helping them to clean up and continue running. There are literally no barriers in ultra running except the ones we construct in our own minds. And the third thing is the finish time is not the vital mark. It's the finish line. An entire community is focused on one thing in ultra marathons helping you cross your finish line successful. Above all else we do in society, this should be the one thing we all seek. When we are focused on helping others succeed in their race of life, it makes our own race a little more doable. When we're focused on beating down the competition, it makes all of life just a little more unbearable. When the super elite fast runners make their way out to the finish line to see the last runners finish, that says something about this community having been built the right way. It is possible to learn a lot from the ultra running community if we're willing. The loudest cheers aren't always for the first place runners nor the last place runners. The loudest cheers and overuse of cowbells are for every single runner willing to tow the start line and test their willingness to overcome all odds and finish the race. Helping others finish the race is what we should all be focused on. So give it a whirl. See about helping others succeed sometime. It'll do you a world of good. Because that is what it means to live an ultra life. That's it for this week's episode of Living an Ultra Life. Come be a part of the most amazing community you could ever hope to be. I am assuring you that you will be welcomed, that you will be cheered, and that you will be helped to finish your race. That's it for Living an Ultra Life. 